following podcast is brought to you by the Jonas Podcasting Network, found exclusively at wrestlingwithjonas.com. And welcome to the latest live episode of Wrestling with Jonas, episode 310. Uh, and today I've got an awesome guest, uh, one of the nicest people that I've come across uh, in the UK wrestling business in 2023. And you'll find out why during the course of this interview. Um, but uh, the promoter of uh, Tidal Championship Wrestling or Tidal Wrestling, uh, Taj Kaur. Taj, brilliant to have you on the show. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing really well. Thank you so much for having me on the show. I've been watching it, asking questions to people for a while now. So thank you so much. You have. You've been a loyal supporter of the show. So thank you very much. <laughs> but we did meet, didn't we, uh, in, in January? I think it was a progress show in the ballroom. It was a progress show. You, you, you come running up to me upstairs in the balcony and introduce yourself and said what you're all about. And I said, wow, I'm a fan. So I've got to get you on the show. And it's no better time because we are, of course, building towards your next show, yeah. uh, which is this here. Walk the Plank, Tidal Wrestling, Sunday, July the 30th. Um, and, and we will go through the card. We'll go through the matches and all of the talent that have been announced. Uh, and maybe one or two matches that haven't been announced yet. But uh, there might be a, a couple of exclusives a bit later on. But if you're watching this live uh, on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitch, get in touch with the show. If you want to send Taj any questions or any questions about Tidal Wrestling, any questions about Walk the Plank that happens on Sunday, July 30th, get in touch. Send us your questions uh, through to the show using your chosen device. We'll do our very best to bring up every single one during the course of this uh, interview and preview show. Uh, and just a quick reminder that uh, I've been a busy boy over the last couple of months. I'm always busy. This is probably the most prolific podcast that covers UK independent wrestling. Um, and some of my recent guests include uh, Rain Leverkusen, of course, who was a great guest in June. Uh, Connor Mills, who was my first guest at the beginning of July. Go and check those two out for sure. Uh, back in the month of June, British wrestling legend James Mason. Um, and then also in June, somebody that Taj knows very well, Vusik, uh, came onto the show. Uh, this month, just a couple of weeks ago, Sam Bailey was a tremendous guest. Um, and last week I had Joel Redmond back on the show. And a good friend of the show, Joel, uh, speaking about, um, uh, we, we previewed All Star Wrestling South's first show, which is happening uh, the day before Taj's show, so they don't clash at all, but uh, in Salisbury, Saturday the 29th, and that was a really fun show. And my next two guests, I've got two interviews this week, uh, so after Taj, I'll be speaking to Septic Sid Oakley on Thursday, um, a, a fantastic uh, performer in the southwest of the UK, the current Southwest Wrestling Openweight Champion, and then of course, on Monday, I've got Nathan Angel coming onto the show, a tremendous young performer, uh, being trained by Joel Redmond at All Star Wrestling South. Uh, that's going to be another tremendous interview to cap off what has been a wonderful month of July. But Taj, you've been the promoter of Tidal since, well, officially since its first show back in, in January. Um, so what's that, six or seven months now? And we're about 12 days away from your next show, Walk the Plank. Uh, where, where's your where's your promoter's head at 12 days away from this big show? Uh, I'm guessing there's a few butterflies there, Taj. Uh, yeah, always butterflies. Um, but I'm just really, really excited. It's really crazy. I have to try to stop myself from being so excited before the actual show. I've got 12 days. 
but like I'm already starting to think about what to do with the show in regards to different segments that I was splitting it up um food <laughs> backstage like it's just, always important <laughs> uh, but yeah like it's there's little things and and just to take a step back as well it's um and actually you know normal life um very very excited I can't believe eight months it's almost eight months it's gone so quick absolutely absolutely and we talk about how you got into being a wrestling promoter I'm sure it's a wonderful story I know I know glimpses of it already but I can't wait to hear the, hear the full version but thinking ahead to walk the plank in just 12 days time Sunday July the 30th um it, it's probably your, your biggest show to date that you've put on uh both in terms of the number of matches and in terms of the star power as well now uh, obviously we're going to break down the matches a bit later um but uh you, you like say you've you've literally kind of gone uh let's say uh, overboard you've, you've got nine matches i think haven't you <clears throat> yeah it's, it's it's a lot it's, uh, yeah i got i got really excited at the show next week it's just you cannot miss it. It's going to be absolutely unbelievable. And some of the biggest names on the UK circuit, and uh, Spike Trevay is one name that certainly jumps out. So Nina Samuels on the card as well. Uh, so, uh, I mean, we talk about all the talent, but you've really got a good mixture of um, experienced pros, some of the biggest names in the UK, and some newer, younger, up-and-coming talent. So there's a real mix there as well, isn't there? Yeah, Um really really lucky to have a whole mix and and they blend really well as well so yeah new talent is really important to me and then you've got people like you know Sam Bradswell who everybody recognizes absolutely amazing yeah yeah absolutely um sounds a former guest on the show a wonderful guy tremendous professional wrestler <clears throat> and a brilliant addition to uh, Tidal Wrestling as well but uh, let, let, let's Talk a little bit about yourself, because as we mentioned there, your first show as a promoter was back in January, and we'll kind of have a look at that in a moment. But you said you've been in the promotion game for eight months, um, and, and, and I know that we've spoken privately as well, and you, and you pretty much kind of took this massive decision to become a pro wrestling promoter and kind of changed your life with this massive decision of yours um, and moving the other side of the country or from London up to Huddersfield. Um, but uh, what, what was the kind of the, the genesis of that idea? What was the inspiration? What was that spark? When did you first have that kind of thought? Yeah, I, I, I want to get into the wrestling business as a promoter and I'm going to move my life to uh, the north of the country. <laughs> I, I didn't actually plan it in that way. If you sum it up, it sounds amazing like that. Um, I remember, um, I remember being asked um, by Ian, uh, who I'm very grateful did actually ask me, um, and uh, I remember going to a play fight <clears throat> training session late that evening. I told one of my friends, uh, I think it was like Emily or Tom, and I was like, I've been offered, but I, I said no. And then um, I just thought about it a little bit more, gave it a bit more thought, and I was like, well, if you don't say yes, you never know, and you I, I wouldn't step out of my comfort zone. So if you don't take these chances, you know, you'll still be in the same position. So I just thought, okay, this could be a possibility. I think about it. Um, and uh, long story short, I went to a TNT show um, and I absolutely loved 
like Liverpool and everything and the people and, you know, the banter. And the show itself was absolutely amazing. So actually a year in September since I made a decision that, yeah, I'd be up in Liverpool um, trying to take over, you know, some of the north. So I just feel <laughs> a little bit. But, yeah, I thought, you know what, just, just go for it. My mum was amazingly supportive. Um, and I just thought it's, it's now or never, do it or don't. And uh, very, very happy that I did make the decision. Yeah, but having to move from London up north must have been a, a huge kind of personal change for you in your life. And uh, kind of, I'm sure you get back down south, back down to London to see your friends and family occasionally, especially when there's, when there's a progress show, of course. But uh, uh, that, that must have been probably the biggest change at that time anyway. I, yeah, so I moved up with uh, my four cats <laughs> uh, into a house I hadn't even seen in person um, started a new job, started a new life, wow. started wrestling. I didn't know anyone up here. Everything was just new. I'm still uh, a tourist up around here. I just happened to work here. Um, so, yeah, it was big. It was challenging um, and left loads of friends and family behind. But, yeah, progress. Um, yeah, the WWE recently, you know, my best friends, um, Ian, my mum, obviously. Uh, so there's reasons but very happy in the end that I did make this. Um, it's been a beautiful journey so far. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I just want to say to anybody watching at home, if you're watching this via uh, Facebook, um, just so that your name and your icon picture shows up on screen, because there has been quite a few questions come through already, uh, go to streamyard.com forward slash Facebook first, and then that will enable us to see your name and your icon picture. Um, if you're watching us via Facebook Live, uh, there is a comment in the post, uh, so just follow the link there. But uh, otherwise, I will try to get to all the messages and all the uh, questions that have come through very, very shortly. Um, uh, what would you say has been the, the biggest challenge being a new promoter so far? And, and obviously, it's all been kind of a massive learning curve for you. But uh, has there been maybe one or two things that really stand out as being possibly your, your, your biggest challenges so far? Um, there's been so many um, dips, challenges, um, but like it's helped me grow so much. Uh, I can't really pin it down to one. Once I learn something, there's always something else to learn. It's, so it's constant. Um, maybe just keep really open-minded in regards to, you know, what you do with the shows or um, if there's certain ways of doing things, just try to speak to somebody that already knows um, or just expect the unexpected and yeah. go with the flow because I remember at the start, um, if something went wrong, you know, how I'd, how I'd you know, combat that. But it, it's going to happen and it's so beautiful what it does. It makes me grow every single time. So I can't really pinpoint one. There's lots of lessons and, um, and I'm grateful for them. Yeah, absolutely. And I think you alluded to it earlier on. You've had a, a lot of people give you advice, a lot of people give you support. Um, what, what's some of the most valuable advice you've received so far as, as a new promoter, certainly when starting out? And like I say, it's a constant learning curve, isn't it? Um, but to what, what sort of advice uh, do you still recall upon uh, even today and use today? Um, there's, there's a few. I mean, 
luckily when I did have my leaving due, you know, um, Lee and Bestie thankfully uh, popped in uh, to have a drink um, and uh, Lee's given me some great advice of make my, um, you know, Instagram uh, professional. So I've learned how to do that. Um, and I'm trying to show people who I am in that way. Um, and I feel like when I come over, the type people that go to the title shows are learning about me and that's really helping. Um, I'm enjoying just, you know, talking um, to people about me. So that's nice. Um, so thank you, Lee, for that. Really appreciate all the feedback. Um, they are the two custodians of progress, of course. Uh, otherwise known as uh, the co-owners, uh, Lee and uh, Lee and Martin Best. Two great guys. <laughs> um, and one that has been exceptionally um, helpful to remember is uh, just to focus one show at a time. Just one show. Um, and by doing that, it's it, it's it's gaining momentum, and uh, it means I can give my full attention to this one show. Um, so, in, well, from now until twelve days' time, that's exactly what I'm going to be doing. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Now, uh, a few people that have got in touch, and uh, as I said earlier, uh, go to streamyard.com forward slash Facebook if you're watching this via uh, Facebook Live and want to send us a question. Uh, but I think this is Emily Boothroyd. I have checked yeah. it out, saying, uh, uh, "Miss you, Taj." Um, obviously, a, a, a friend from uh, from London, maybe I'm not sure, but uh, yeah, from London. Hopefully, she'll be coming up more And I'm just going to double check this one. We got uh, friend of the show, former guest on the show, but uh, renowned ring announcer and commentator Jake Pugh, who's watching this live via Facebook. Hi, oh. Jake. Um, hey, hey, Taj. Uh, much love and keep up the great work. Absolutely, absolutely. We have had a few more, including United Wrestling in Oxford, who I've started working for. They've been in touch. I'll bring up their comment a little bit later on because uh, it could be something to, to think about. Um, but uh, let me just see where I am in my notes. And um, has there been anything as a promoter that's maybe uh, surprised you that you didn't think was a thing until you actually started promoting or being a wrestling promoter that you hadn't considered? But has there been anything uh, during the last... Uh, eight months that's really surprised you about being a promo promoter. Really surprised me. Oh my god. Um, I'm just trying to be okay with surprises. <laughs> like, you know, I suppose but, there's so um, many around the corner, isn't there? That you know, whenever you're running a show, <laughs> but go with uh, the waves and enjoy that. Everything is a lesson. Just yeah, enjoy it. Absolutely, absolutely. But um, let's have a quick look at the matches that are on offer. Um, and of course, we are talking about this here. Walk the Plank, Sunday the 30th of July from uh, um, the Huddersfield Parish, if I've got that right. And uh, if you want tickets, now I do have a little bit of information about where you can get tickets from. Uh, now, here we go. Get your tickets for Tidal Wrestling. Walk the Plank July 30th from the Parish Huddersfield. And you can go to the website tidalwrestling2023.bigcartel.com um, or scan the barcode on the screen. And uh, there we go. If I get rid of that little ticker, you can see the barcode. There'll be many more opportunities during the course of this interview to scan the barcode and it will take you straight through to the website where you can get your ticket or tickets. Now, I'm guessing there are still tickets available, Taj. Yeah, there's still tickets available, limited uh, seated, but yeah, there's uh, tickets. 
Absolutely. A bit later on, I do want to talk about the venue because I know that's been your 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 home for title shows, certainly since you took over the promotion back in January. Uh, and what a special promotion, what a special place it is for title and for yourself. And we'll talk more about that a bit later on. Let's have a look at some of the matches, shall we? Um, and uh, first of all, uh, let's talk about this one here. Um, and you might want to kind of explain who's in the matches now i've got here that it's hardman dan prince dean franco fate dynamite lee and joe wade uh, and full, full full transparency i'm not too familiar with a lot of them guys hardman dan has certainly come on my radar in the last few months but to tell us a bit about this match tell us a bit about the people involved and what sort of a match we can expect from these five five different types of energy i Again, I don't know what to expect other than you just have to be there. Uh, Franco Fate, um, I met him last year um, at a title show and uh, looking forward to welcoming him back. Um, Lee, <laughs> like the fuse, really big up north. Um, one of the nicest guys as well. Just if you put those two in a match, it'd be pretty good, let alone these five people together. Um, Wade got this goth boy kind of energy going on but if you pair if you remember one of the shows before prince dean and wade were actually in a match and uh yeah the chemistry when they're in the ring is absolutely amazing and then obviously they got half man dan um expect the unexpected for this one you just don't know which way it's gonna go Absolutely. I know at the last show, am I right in thinking that Hardman Dan, he, he aligned himself with Gilligan Gordon. Uh, so that's quite an interesting pairing for sure. Um, but uh, whether we, I'm not sure if we'll see Gilligan at the show, but he's certainly a character. And I think that the two of them certainly cause trouble or, or mean trouble wherever they go. But that's going to be a fun one. And is it with, with that match stipulation, is it going to be five men in the ring at the same time? Yeah. And first one to, yeah, dip in. And it's the first, first pinfall count. Yeah. And what about this one here? Now, I'm very familiar with the Odyssey, uh, uh, Adonis Payne, Artemis, and of course, they're going up against Darcy Stone and Terry, is it? Um, four, um, looks like very, very fine, very capable, very, very top professional wrestlers on the UK scene. Um, and uh, like I say, the Odyssey, they've, they've been making waves, uh, no pun intended, up and down the country. I've seen them at United, I've seen them at UBW and Sacrifice, and now uh, in a... In a, in a title uh, ring, and I know they're no stranger to a title ring, but this is going to be a really fun match. Um, and uh, uh, I think one of two tag matches that you've got on the show. So tell us about this one. Uh, so Adonis and Artemis, um, obviously been around down south for a while now. Yeah. Um, and uh, I thought it was about time we had, um, you know, worthy competitors against those two. And Darcy Stone and Terry is it just answered. Uh, what I wanted from the match, so the balance of um, speed and, yeah, the power, especially Artemis, it, it's going to be absolutely amazing to watch. Absolutely. And uh, I'm wondering, you know, the winner of this match, could they potentially be in line for a, a, a title match between, you know, the, the winner of this match? Or what do you think? Anything's possible, Jonas. <laughs> Anything is possible. I'm trying to. I'm trying, I'm, I'm, but, um, <laughs> these two, uh, these two ladies are uh, two I'm, I'm really fond of, and I think they're absolutely amazing. So they, this won't be the last that you see of them. 
Yeah, that's going to be a tremendous match. A very good question. <laughs> well, I, I didn't want you to let uh, the cat out of the bag. There's going to be a lot more conversation about cats during the course of this uh, <laughs> interview, for sure. But I didn't want you to let the cat out of the bag, but who knows. Um, speaking of tag matches, and we've got the, the second tag match that I alluded to uh, earlier on right now. And uh, this, of course, is a non-title tag match and a bit of a, an interesting one by the look of the poster. Um, now, uh, I understand that this may not have been formally announced on social media yet so this might be a bit of an exclusive for wrestling with Jonas. um so tell us a little bit about this match and uh, i've got to say simon miller looking a little bit faded in the background there what's going on here taj <laughs> uh so yes it is um it is just been announced now um unfortunately simon miller cannot be there because um united states wants him for all the good reasons <laughs> yeah, best of luck, um, so unfortunately not at title but we'll be back um, so that leaves Paul Mings by himself um, against uh, Kay Lane and Bird, and I would not want to be Mings. Um, it's going to be an interesting one for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Just again, uh, you know, anything can happen with this one. But sorry, Mings, by yourself. <laughs> Uh, and you have to be there to find out what happens, to see uh, what memes can uh, pull out from from his back pocket to survive this one. But uh, KM Lane, a wonderful newcomer uh, from, from the south of the UK. Business. Yeah, absolutely. I've got KM Lane coming up on the show in a couple of months' time. Uh, Mike Bird, former guest on the show, but one of the best technical wrestlers in the country, one of the best coaches in the country. Uh, he means business all day long, um, but that's going to be a really, really fun one. And obviously, because Simon um, is in the States, he can't be involved. Um, like I say it's a, a non-title match, um, but that's going to be a tremendous match and uh, another one to get your tickets for. So, uh, yeah, scan the barcode. Go to the website, uh, titlewrestling2023.bigcartel.com. Uh, get your ticket or tickets today. Don't miss out. The show's already shaping up really, really nicely. Um, how about this one here? Um, two of the uh, very best up-and-coming talents in the UK. Well, dare I say up-and-coming talents. I mean, Scotty Rourke's been on the scene for a number of years, and same for Truman Roswell. But they're really starting to break out, mm -hmm. especially Truman um, who is based mostly in the South, uh, UBW and Sacrifice, and he's really spreading out all across uh, the Southwest and now the Northeast and the North uh, all over the country, and deservedly so. Uh, tell us about these two wrestlers, uh, what got us to this match and what we can expect between Scotty Rourke and Truman Roswell. Wow. Um, I feel like a big fan just talking about this oh, it's match. It's a tasty match, isn't it? Very tasty, yeah. This match sure. is going to be absolutely brilliant. Um <laughs> God, they're, they're really intense in, in the ring. Uh, they can definitely tell a story. Um, sometimes the words don't even need to be, you know, involved. The way that they, they wrestle and to wrestle together and uh, in 12 days' time can be absolutely amazing. Um, I, they, I know they fought before and the match has been absolutely amazing, um, not a title. And uh, we kind of want to be watching more of these guys. So it just made absolutely sense between the two of them. But... Um, yeah, I'm not going to tell any spoilers regarding these two guys, but it's going to be an interesting match. Oh, well, there we go. <laughs> you've got you've got our, uh, our, our, our the cogs are whirring now. I'm trying to think what what could, but you've got to be there, haven't you? You've got to be there at the show, and uh, like I say, it's going to be well attended at the parish in Huddersfield. And uh, like I say, I know every single show has been raucous, it's been loud, uh, it's been some amazing matches, some fantastic action, and that match nonetheless. 
uh, will be will be no different. Uh, what about this one here? Well, when you look at this one on paper, it's 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 got dream match written all over it, hasn't it? And I'm talking oh, yeah. about Sam Gradwell really? versus Vucic. Now we were talking a bit off air, um, and I think this is a match that you're particularly looking forward to. Um, yeah. And this is a match that really jumps off the screen. Uh, you've obviously got uh, experienced pro there, former NXT UK Sam Gradwell, one of the very best in the country, and you've got one of the very best up and coming young talents in Vucic, a recent guest on the show here on Wrestling with Jonas just a few weeks ago um both of these two guys they they know how to work hard they know how to hit hard um this is going to be well worth the price of admission all day long and this is going to be a match that you have to be there to witness in person but uh, tell us about this one Taj wow I don't really know what to say I think it just <laughs> says it for itself doesn't it um well Vusek just keeps getting better and better um he's very quiet but when he's in the ring, that's it. He doesn't even need words. He's he's going in to get his prey. And then, unfortunately, Sam Gradwell's that person. But with the experience and, uh, you know, skill set that he's got, it, it's almost like a Street Fighter game. It's absolutely amazing. Oh, I think you summed it up by saying it's a Street Fighter game. It's, uh, yeah, kind of one of them... One of them dream matches that uh, you never think you're going to see, but uh, you, you're going to be able to see it at Tidal Rest in July the 30th from the Huddersfield Parish. Make sure you're there. Ticket details are running along the bottom of the screen or just scan the barcode on screen um, if it will allow you. But uh, Tidal Rest in 2023.bigcartel.com is where you can get your tickets today. I'm sure there's going to be a link in the description to this show. I'll make sure there's one there. Um, so uh, just click on the link. That's even quicker and even easier. Uh, but that is a dream match all day long. Um, what about this one here? And we speak about kind of the biggest and the best names on the UK scene. Um, you've got probably one of the, the very best villains in the whole of the country, probably one of the best villains that this country's ever seen in the form of the current Progress World Champion, Spike Trevay, going up against Alf Edwards. Um, tell us a little bit about Alf Edwards, uh, because I know all about Spike Trevay. I know what he brings. I know that he's cunning, conniving, menacing, but he is also a wonderful pro wrestler um, and he knows every trick in the book. Um, is Alf Edwards prepared for what Spike Trevay has to offer uh, on July the 30th, Taj? I don't really know what to say to that one. If you put anybody in front of Spike Trevay, then, you know, the line's going out for the kill. So with a new up-and-comer, uh, why him? Are questions that people have been asking. Um, but it, Spike's actually um, been involved with Alf's journey, and so it means a lot to them personally. And, it, yeah... I'm sorry, but Alfie's absolutely amazing. He's definitely one that, you know, we need to be watching. Um, and against Spike Trevay, the chemistry between those two, it, it's going to be watching. Um, I don't want to be either one. Um, Alfie can do his suplexes um, a 10 out of 10. And then you've got Spike Trevay. You don't, you don't know where to look when you're watching Spike Trevay. Like, he could be behind you, just he'll get in your head. So I don't know what to say to that one. Yeah, absolutely. So this is a, a, a master versus student encounter then? Yeah, pretty much. Um, good luck to both of them. <laughs> absolutely. And like I say, if you haven't had the pleasure of seeing Spike Trevay in the flesh, you can do. Uh, Sunday, July the 30th, Walk the Plank, Tidal Wrestling's next show. Uh, just follow the ticket details running along the bottom of the screen or scan the barcode uh, on the poster and that will take you straight through to uh, Big Cartel. And that's uh, tidalwrestling.bigcartel. Um, but uh, 
What about this one here? Now, I'm quite intrigued by this because uh, Natalie Sykes, who we'll talk about in a bit more detail a bit later, she is your current women's champion, uh, and she has a championship open challenge on July the 30th. Now, uh, obviously, the, 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 the opponent may not have been selected yet. Of course, we don't expect you to spoil it here on Wrestling with Jonas, but uh, quite an interesting challenge there from your champion, from Natalie. Um, and, uh, yeah, like I say, that, that, that's going to be uh, an interesting one. Another one to keep the fans guessing. Um, and and uh, another one, like I say, where you have to be there to witness it in person to see who walks through that curtain, I suppose. Yeah, I've, I've got the utmost respect for Natalie Sykes and what she's done for title um, this year and just, just who she is as a person as well. Yeah. Um, and to be doing open challenges, she's got to have some confidence and, you know, um, she's been backing it up. So let's just see what happens. And, yeah, just a lovely, lovely girl. Um, she's definitely one that's been, yeah, one to watch again. But this match has a lot of potential. So if I was anyone that didn't have a ticket, maybe just for this one in particular, um, I definitely would buy this ticket. Worth it alone. Worth it yeah. alone to see who steps through that curtain to to challenge Natalie Sykes. Not to take anything away from your current champion. No. Uh, been a tremendous champion. We're going to have a closer look at her a bit later on, um, as we will do uh, your 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 title chief, Ace Matthews. We'll talk a little bit about him as well. I'm getting uh, but... goosebumps right now just thinking <laughs> about this match actually yeah. because Sykes is a phenomenal wrestler and yeah, it's uh, it's goosebumps. Yeah, and I've got a feeling that Natalie probably hasn't come on to as many people's radar as she probably deserves. But I think that she certainly, her name is getting out there a lot more. She is appearing on a lot more shows and a lot more people's radars. And I think this match could be uh, potentially a star-making match for her, not only to potentially retain her championship, but to make herself into an even bigger uh, champion on the UK scene. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see who comes out. There we go. There we go. You've got to be there. Uh, what about this guy? Now, uh, we had Ace <laughs> on the show not too long ago. One of the biggest and best characters on the UK independent mm. scene. Um, an absolutely hilarious character. But when he gets down to business, he, he's a fantastic professional wrestler. And uh, as you can as you can demonstrate there over his left shoulder is the title championship uh, belt. Um, the gold. He is the champion. Now, um, this is quite interesting. Now, I'm going to read this out straight from the screen. The Ace Matthews Dean Allmark non-title open invitational warm-up <laughs> challenge series. Now, that just makes your head spin just saying that. <laughs> um, and I know there's been a little bit of a story brewing between Ace and, uh, and Dean Allmark, of course. Uh, give us a bit of an update as far as what we're likely to see from Ace. Um, and uh, what is likely to happen when Ace is in the ring, because he always ends up in, in, in a spot of trouble or two. Uh, I've seen it, I've seen it, but uh, tell us what we can expect from Ace Matthews and his very, very long title of an appearance. <laughs> wow. I don't know how to answer that, because Ace just surprises <laughs> me every single time. He does something different every single match. Um it is a very long title, and he named it himself um, to try and Not be... surprised. Not surprised. Him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ace. Um, and, uh, yeah, oh God, 
just really annoying. You can see just, you know, <laughs> the tidal Let, chief himself. <laughs> the tidal chief. Let me ask you. So um, for, for those that might not be too familiar with uh, tidal wrestling storylines or what's happened in previous shows, what's the connection? What's the, the, the relation, the, the tie in here with Dean Allmark? Okay, um, so I, so we saw that um, Dean wanted to, you know, come back and thought absolutely amazing chance to have uh, Dean warm up and very thankful to him. Um, and uh, and then there was some banter going on between Ace Matthews and Dean Allmark. Um, and so we thought we'd make it into, well, Ace decided, obviously it's Ace deciding everything here, um, that he'd uh, fancy a little challenge and invite people with this, with this name and uh, it's been going ever since ace um unfortunately dean's got in ace's head in the last match and uh full one to him <laughs> there we go there we go and uh, we'll have to see what happens uh, and I don't think Ace Matthews has seen the last of Dean uh, Allmark for sure. But uh, uh, we've got one other very important match to talk about. And it's Tidal Wrestling's first ever uh, women's rumble match, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so I'm going to bring up the main poster. And it's a, it's a 13 woman uh, rumble match at Walk the Plank. And I think we've got uh, 11 of the fabulous talent involved already on the screen there with two to be announced. Uh, what can you tell us about this Rumble match? Or firstly, why did you decide to put on a, a women's Rumble match for this show? Um, so obviously, you know, being a women wrestling, women wrestling promoter, yeah. um, it, it's a big passion of mine to help in some sort of way um, and push the, you know, the women's division or, you know, women in wrestling um, in any way possible um but then also you've got the fan in me and it's like actually i'd really like to see a rumble it hasn't happened at total yet um let's put the women first um so that's pretty much how it happened um and then rather than 30 i kind of got my little edge in there so it's a 13 ah. person rumble so you've got a 13 um leading to halloween which will be october um and uh yeah, it, the two announced two people haven't been announced will actually be um, secrets until the actual day itself. Ooh, um, okay. But when I'm looking at this poster, it's, it just absolutely fills me with complete joy, and um, I'm so proud of every single one of these ladies in in this poster. It, it's absolutely amazing. Um, Talk to us about some of the individuals involved. Talk to us about some yeah. of the individuals on, on, on the on the poster there and uh, and what they mean to you. Wow. Um, oh, God, it touches mind. <laughs> um, okay, so absolutely, uh, you know, respect Nina Samuels and what she's done. Everybody, you know, who knows, knows who Nina is um, or should do. Um, so it's absolutely amazing to have her in there, in, you know, in the beginning. Um, and I watched the podcast that you did with Nina Samuels as well. Um, and yeah, it's a, it's complete honor. Um, and then um, Commander Sterling and uh, well, I met her at the show afterwards and we spoke about Fel um, Freaky Felicia, because they both go to the same training school um, that Liam does. Um, and the personality and the characters behind them, um, you can just see it on the poster, can't you? Yeah. Um, there will not be a, a boring 
moment with these two. I'm um, sure they will not. <laughs> Ricky Fleischer is bringing Axel as well, which would be absolutely amazing. Um, and then you've got Artemis and Megan, two of the powerhouses in this match. Um, and the amount of work that uh, I know Artemis does and um, Megan's always lifting something. Megan lifts. <laughs> um, and then if you go in a bit more, you've got uh, Bluebells and um, Rita. Um, and they both train at Play Fight. Um, their characters, again, one from Essex and another one is a housewife and comes out in um, on like a... Yeah, Prune, um, Hoover. I've become a big fan of uh, Rita Slayworth for sure. I love it. Absolutely <laughs> love it. I've seen her do a 619 and absolutely love it. She kills it every time. Absolutely amazing. Um, Darcy Stone, I actually only caught up at the show um, a couple of weeks ago and she's she a little pocket rocket. There's so much potential behind her as well. It's, I'm glad I got to see her there. Um, Kira, oh my God. One of the most coolest, badass wow. women and her personality and what she stands for uh, completely resonates with me. So, so much respect. And just these characters, um, Lily Winter, um, only been training for a year um, up north. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing where that goes. Um, Rebecca Resner, um, she's on Tidal before, you know, um, January and so much energy um she was in like the multi-man match a few shows ago and just her ideas absolutely phenomenal um i think that's every single one so far but like when you add them up it just just makes sense wow. it's gonna be absolutely amazing yeah <laughs> i'm and, so and, excited and we're two still to be announced or they will stick through the curtain as and surprises after, after all those matches as well it's like what yeah, absolutely. Let's just have a quick recap. And obviously, we started off by speaking about the five-way there, uh, which is going to be a tremendous match. Now, the interesting thing uh, about the five-way is there's a few individuals that uh, are fairly haven't quite come onto my radar yet. Obviously, I, I mentioned that I'm uh, familiar with uh, Hardman Dan, but he's only really come onto my radar in the last few months. Um, but uh, what, what's really struck me about that match is that there might be some newer names there, some less established names there that you're kind of maybe introducing to a wider audience uh, through Tidal. Yeah, um, that's something I'm really excited about as well. So I, I like I like mixing it in, bringing people from South, um, like Prince Dean's from South, uh, bringing them up to North and kind of seeing what happens, mixing them all together. Absolutely. And then, of course, we spoke about uh, the Odyssey versus Darcy Stone and Terry Is It. And then we've kind of got uh, memes, the poor chap uh, in an untitled match against KM Lane and Mike Bird. Uh, of course, we spoke about Scotty Rourke and Truman Roswell. And that's one of the singles matches to really get excited about, uh, including Sam Gradwell versus Vusik, uh, which is going to be uh, absolutely sick. That's going to be a crazy match. Um, and then, of course, you've got uh, uh, the student versus the master, you could say, but Spike Gervais versus Alf Edwards. And uh, Alf Edwards uh, going to be trying to prove himself uh, against uh, his mentor or somebody that he knows very, very well in Spike Gervais on July the 30th. And then, of course, we got the uh, Women's Championship Open Challenge with Natalie Sykes putting her title on the line against a mystery opponent. 
and then we got uh, whatever Ace Matthews is up to. <laughs> You'll have to be there to find out on the date. And then, of course, you've got the 13 women rumble. So a really stacked card. And what, I, what really kind of struck me about that card, Taj, is the variety of matches uh that no two matches are the same um and, and like i say not just with the, the the individuals and the variety of talent involved but each match uh as a if there's certainly an element of variety on this show and every match is different yeah it's absolutely something i wanted to do um and uh, i've got a really good team around me so if i ever need advice or need to try and put you know um some ideas together it's not just me i have a very good team but uh yeah but do that you get absolutely excited just talking to them about it so it's brilliant absolutely uh so uh not just them nine matches a few surprises to be thrown in there as well some uh, unannounced talent obviously you've got the, the the open challenge from natalie sykes you'll have to see who steps through the curtain to face her for the women's championship on july the 30th uh and ticket details running along the bottom uh and it's title wrestling 2023.bigcartel.com is we can get your tickets today um or i will just temporarily get rid of that and bring up the main graphic because there is a barcode where you can scan away and uh, that will take you straight through to the website or click on the link in the description to the show and make sure that it's up there very, very soon. Um, but a tremendous card, a tremendous card. And another thing that kind of uh, really jumped out to me was, was uh, uh, this here. Now, you release one of these after every single show. Um, and I think this is after the most recent show, the, the Guardians of the Egal. AC, I think that's uh, Ace Matthews getting his uh, getting his little uh, two pence in worth there. But you do this after every single show, and I don't know whether this was your creation. Maybe you want to talk to us about this. Um, but you do have a top, uh, what's that? A top? Uh, how many is that? Top twelve um, after every single show. So you've got like a, a ranking system of sorts. A explain the kind of the thought process behind this. Um, and uh, yeah, like I say, it's very unique. You don't see many wrestling companies full stop use anything like this at all. Uh, yeah, I wish I could take full credit for it. Um, <laughs> um, but means Tom um, Anstey, he kind he he does a lot, helps me a lot with these shows. Um, and this is actually his creation. Um, and basically, it's just to see how well people are doing and moving up and down the ranks. Um, I think it's brilliant. Um, but yeah, I wish I could take credit for it, but I can't say so thanks, Moves. <laughs> I'm guessing it's loosely based on uh, wins and losses and things like that, but uh, yes, very, very interesting. And it's something else to, to keep the fans invested. And like I say, it makes yeah. it uh, a little bit more sports orientated, but also. I love it. Yeah, it creates a little bit of fun, kind of competitive edge there between the talent as well. Um, and there might be some one or two promos or a bit of needle flying backwards and forwards about uh, who's in the top 12. And uh, yeah, it gives them something to aim for, for sure. Um, but let, let, let's talk, being as we've got a moment, about uh, our current champions. Now, we spoke a little bit about uh, Ace Matthews and Natalie Sykes a bit earlier. But um, uh, when I was promoting your appearance on Twitter a bit earlier on, I don't know if you saw, but Ace Matthews actually uh, did a quote tweet. Um, and you got to love Ace. you got to love Ace. Uh, now, he, he, his quote or <laughs> response or retweet to my post was, uh, obviously, most of the show will feature title wrestling promoter Taj appraising the way that the title chief has single-handedly and valiantly uh, steered the title ship through the many stormy seas that we have all that we have all faced. 
Ace Matthews accepts this praise with humble humility. I'm sure he does. I mean, humble humility. I think that's Ace Matthews all day long. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> oh my but, God. In a way, he kind of, you know, um, he's done so much for title wrestling this year. Like, so much respect for him. But at the same time, I don't think I need to quite say that because he demands it and he knows it. It'll just get big-headed. So. It'll just get even more of a big head, for sure. <laughs> but he has been kind of like the, the figurehead. And like I say, I think he's um, certainly made the championship his his own. Um, he has obviously been the biggest heel in the company and uh, retained the championship by, uh, let's say, uh, less than under less than desirable means on certain certain matches. But um, let's say that the baby face, more often than not, does always tend to lay a bit of a beating into Ace. So that does kind of make me feel a little bit sorry for him. But to be honest with you, he probably does deserve it. Uh, but he has been a tremendous character and a fantastic figurehead for title wrestling, hasn't he? Absolutely. So, unfortunately, when you ask me that question about advice, sometimes it's not just about the advice, it's about the people that you have around you in order for, you know, things to go well. And when I said, unfortunately, you know, uh, ace, <laughs> ace happens. <laughs> and, uh, you know, as as a champion, he does he deserves the, um, he deserves respect, which he's getting, but as it, yeah, it, it's absolutely amazing to see him grow every single week. It, just just this year alone, um, who he is, you know, as a competitor, how the way that he thinks, his ideas. Um, I'm always, you know, trying to get ideas from different people. He's one of them. And, uh, yeah, he is the title chief at the moment. And uh, he he deserves it. Absolutely. Absolutely. We love Ace Matthews on this show, but um, don't tell him that. It would just get even more big headed. Don't tell him that. <laughs> I don't know how it could be any more. Like literally, he sent that. We've spoken about him. We've got 12 days until the show. I don't know if the door's going to be big enough. But we <laughs> <laughs> and what about this lovely individual? We did women's champion earlier on uh another kind of figurehead um of the company um a wonderful individual and i think she, she's branching out and getting on more and more people's radar uh with every single show and she's been a, a wonderful champion for title so far let's say she's got a an open challenge on july the 30th but uh, any more that we can say about natalie sykes that we haven't done so already wow yeah i mean Get, again, getting better and better. I'm so grateful yeah. to have her as a champ. Just, you know, a, a lovely human and wrestler. And, um, yeah, she deserves that belt. She's working for it. She's She's got a lot more behind her. But there's, you know, so many avenues that she could go down. And absolutely brilliant to have her as my, you know, as our champion, as the title champion. <laughs> so, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely brilliant. Absolutely. Now, uh, let's just bring up another comment here. Now, I will find their name as well. But this Facebook user said that uh, Alfie, oh, I'm guessing he's, uh, he's facing Spike. Alfie is a juggernaut despite his height. <laughs> um, and uh, I think this next one is from uh, Charlie Crothers. I did spot his name on the Facebook page. Hi, Charlie. Uh, oh, lovely Spike. I know that uh, Charlie's got some sort of a feud going with Spike. Um, I don't know how that one's going to end. Uh, oh, probably Charlie. 
Probably not good for Charlie. <laughs> probably not good for Charlie. And watching this live via YouTube, we got uh, Z Bell ninety one. Uh, he's got his tickets. Uh, looking forward to the to next Sunday, of course. Um, so uh, follow Z Bell ninety one. Get your tickets today. This guy uh, is so talented. It's absolutely ridiculous. Um, he's been a big help at Tidal. Um, yeah. He, this is just the beginning of his wrestling uh, journey and it's just great. So thank you so much, Steve, for being part of Tidal. And yeah, it's people need to be getting their tickets. I don't know if we've said that enough, but yeah. <laughs> and we got uh, uh, Richie watching the show via YouTube. Hi, Richie. Uh, good luck with the show, Taj. Um, absolutely. And uh, a Facebook user here. I will find their names. Oh, bless everybody. <laughs> smash, smashing it, Taj. Let's see if I can find who's saying that one. Uh, Connor Atkinson. Aww. So uh, thank you, Connor, for watching thank the show. Um, there we go. And uh, uh, I'm not sure if this means anything to you, whether this has any relevance, but uh, an Ashley Brett sent in this next one. And uh, what point do you fancy from the scene? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Do you have a favorite? Do you have a favorite tipple? Do you know what Ashley <laughs> might be referring to? There, I'm, I'm going to meet a few people after this. So, um, yeah, it's a, it's it's called the snig. But um, oh, what do I like to drink? I do like red wine. Um, yeah, Zinfandel or Rioja, my favorite. But um, yeah, Prosecco as well is a good one. Um, go. Yeah, cocktails. <laughs> well, I, I, after this, you'll deserve a Thank whole you. bottle. Of Prosecco for sure. Uh, so uh, the round's on uh, Ashley by the looks of it. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Ash. Uh, mine's a pint. Uh, but uh, let's ask you about your, your wrestling fandom now then. Um, and I know we bumped into each other at Progress and one or two other wrestling shows. Um, but so when did your, your love for pro wrestling start? Uh, do you remember kind of when it was first introduced into your life and how? Um, I don't know. I just remember it always being there, just like you know, Christmas and birthdays. <laughs> I just literally, you know, um, I didn't know until the other day. I thought it was 91, but um, and I, I'm actually, I was actually six in 91 when I went to see my first ever wrestling show live. Wow. And that was a Rampage tour. I still got the programme. Oh, um, I remember it, yeah. So I've been going to wrestling shows just since then, but it's always been part of my life, you know. Uh, so, yeah, it... it I felt like it was in my blood and somehow, and I don't know, maybe it's a first generation. I don't know, but like, yeah, just big fan. I remember playing um, wrestling, you know, as you do as little kids with uh, my brother. Um, yeah, I loved him, you know, Mr. Perfect, uh, Yoko Zuna. Uh, oh my God, there's so many to name. Just, yeah, back in those days. And you've mentioned a few there, Yokozuna, Mr. Perfect. Do you have any any that you would call your your favourite wrestlers? Certainly from your your early fandom before becoming oh a uh, involved in the business. Do you have any, any favourites? Yeah, so I won't tell the full story, um, but whoever remembers the match when the Undertaker first came out, um, Survivor uh, Series nineteen ninety was that it? Yeah, and. Yep. Uh, he he came out as really you know mysterious and I didn't know what to think and I was like only five years old so I was terrified. Oh yeah. Um, but but his character kind of came along and uh, he was he was wrestling my then favorite wrestler and I was like oh my god these two so at that time uh, it was Jimmy Snooker when I was five years old and then the Undertaker comes along and I'm like I don't know what to do I've got 
my favorite wrestler and this new guy who's also my favorite wrestler wrestling and a five-year-old <laughs> doesn't know what to do like um you know do you have mash with your burgers or not i don't i don't know what to do like so i was like oh my god and then it just kept me hooked ever since um so yeah it was the undertaker uh for a very 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 long time and it has been um there's been periods i've gone in and out of being a big fan of nwo to the point where i painted my walls red and uh black and white and black and realized oh my god the room's really small but i was quite young at that point so um but yeah just uh, yeah dabbled luna for sean was a big influence that i have to mention um it was it was about the managers back then as well so bobby yeah. heenan you know um oh god who else um mr fuji i suppose you had sherry as well didn't you back then and uh, sherry yeah um managers were a very very big thing and i absolutely loved it you know um i remember the head shrinkers coming out and they used to captivate me um but yeah luna vachon was like the woman in wrestling for me at that point that didn't have to be pretty and she didn't have to act a certain way she just was crazy she was the one that you were going to watch and it didn't, didn't matter of, you know what was happening around her and uh yeah managers were a very very big thing and oh, luna yeah. in particular you got Bret hart and you got Shawn michaels and you've got different feuds going on so being a fan it was like different bits that added but yeah yeah yeah, I, I I miss that era. I do miss that era of all the larger of the live characters, the managers. Um, but maybe I'm over romanticising it because that was the era that I kind of enjoyed watching wrestling as a young fan also. But uh, when did you first start getting into indie wrestling? When when did you first discover indie wrestling and and start falling in love with uh, with what what you know and love nowadays? So I went to a few different indie shows, Riptide and Brighton. Um, and uh, a few others uh but yeah i think it was me and my best mate ian started going i think around like 2014 um and yeah i think we went to progress around that time 2015 um yeah so just seeing the increase and seeing you know more women att attend and uh, just the growth in, you know, um, supporters and different types. So around 20, 2015, just I reckon it was probably good eight years ago. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I know that we first met, I think I said this at the top of the show, at a progress show earlier on this year. Um, and uh, we met again uh, while I was uh, taking a break from the merch stand. You came over and we had a, a nice selfie there. Um, but when you're not busy being a promoter, you are literally up and down the country watching wrestling shows everywhere, aren't you? And you're so busy still continuing your wrestling fandom when you're not promoting title wrestling and you're absolutely everywhere as a fan. And obviously that, that fandom, um, you know, is still going strong within you. Yeah. It's nice that, you know, for you to say that because there's so many shows that I wish I could go to that I don't get to go to, or, you know, there's always something, especially up North, but yeah, I'm a fan and and that's what I'm bringing to Tidal. Um, it's it's from the fan to the fans. So it just makes sense to go, you know, north to south and and I'm you know going to one that um that's happening in Leeds this Saturday as well. Uh so yeah, Jake from Crash Boat will be uh doing that one and uh I think that's gonna be a lot of fun. 
Yeah. Oh, when you're there, I mean, now that you are a promoter, sitting there as a fan watching, say, a progress or another promotion, are you there kind of watching the shows now uh, with your promoter hat on or with your your, your wrestling fandom hats? And uh, I mean, I'm guessing if you're watching it with your promoter hat on, that you're just soaking it all in from a promoter's aspect but uh, or from a promoter's mindset. But uh, as you're kind of... A viewpoint on watching wrestling now um, when you're not running shows changed? Uh, slightly, yes. Um, so one of the things I used to love about, you know, going to wrestling shows before was just losing my voice, uh, you know, starting the chance, being the biggest, uh, loudest, you know, wrestling <laughs> fan I could get, getting the people. You're you the know, one, were you? You're the one. <laughs> yeah, I did try. I tried. So hopefully. Um, but even though, you know, being a promoter, when I'm going to a different show, I'm going as a fan, I'm going right. um, with respect. And if, you know, um, it, I happen to have a promoter's hat on, then, you know, that's just another hat I'll have on. But yeah. I'm going to go there and I'm going to have fun um, and connect with people. And uh, that's exactly what I try to do. And, yeah, there'll be times where I'm like, oh, they could be really good against, uh, you know, so on, or, you know, they'd be really good to wrestle away. So I reckon, you know, he'd be put in his place, but, you know, um, I don't say that out loud, but yeah, there's, there's times I do think about possibilities. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I, for example, what the match for, um, Sugar Duncan and Tate Mayfair that happened a few months ago, I just knew that, you know, um, Tate was the one to, you know, to combat, Duncan's energy so yeah there's been times but I'm a fan and I'm going as a fan absolutely and uh speaking of you being a, a fan first and then a promoter I know that at your last show you actually um did a, a very uh, heartfelt emotional uh, speech didn't you in front of the fans I think it was probably before the show officially started you got introduced to the ring by a good friend of the show good friend of mine Mike Mad Dog Angus and uh, for the next four minutes or so you really kind of uh, thanked the fans and uh, did a heartfelt speech in front of the title audience what, what did that mean to you to be given that opportunity to have the opportunity to speak to your fans and to really kind of thank them from the bottom of your heart Wow. Um, so I do like to go out and talk to, you know, the fans before the show, during the show. Um, and some of these fans are actually friends as well. So, you know, it, it's nice to be able to be fans together, but be able to go onto, you know, into the ring and say how I honestly felt um, and somehow connect with, you know, people that were there and the response I got, you know, I had sweets in my pocket ready to throw at people if I had no response. <laughs> <laughs> so I was prepared to get a response, but the response <laughs> I got was like, I don't really know what to say. Um, I'm absolutely honoured to be able to, to put these shows on, um, to be the title promoter and have people believe in me uh, and go along. Um, it means a lot. Um, I, I really like to be able to connect with people and and that's something I'm building in regards to people that go to the title shows. Um, so, yeah, it means a lot. And thank you to everyone that does go to the shows. It, it means a lot. And I look forward to watching the matches, being in the atmosphere, talking to everyone. It's a very, very special place to be. And 
And thank you. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, let's talk about that because that leads me on perfectly to my next question, and that's uh, the, the Huddersfield Parish, the, the venue that you've used for every single one of your shows. And it really has become, you know, your home, the home of Tidal Wrestling, the home for your fans when Tidal perform uh, nearly every single month. What, what is that venue and, and kind of it obviously lends itself perfectly to what you're trying to provide your audience and what you're trying to provide for each and every one of your shows. What, 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 tell us a bit about the venue and why it's it's perfect for Tidal and why it's been so important to your promotion so far. Wow. Um, I absolutely fell in love with the venue when I saw it last year. Um, so I was so glad that Ian used it. Um, I like the darkness. <laughs> so, you know, it's got an atmosphere. Um, yeah. And uh, the way that we've set up the seats being on stage and um, around the ring and then you've got standing and it kind of balances out the family friendliness to, you know, people that kind of want to shout a bit more, but away from them. So it's a really nice mix. And we've got really good feedback about that. that. Absolutely amazing. Um, and then the guy who, um, you know, runs the parish, Mikey, um, he's uh, such a lovely guy, been so supportive um and um a spoiler alert um because it's uh because it has meant a lot to me it has been titles home this year um mikey uh from the parish is actually an amazing um graphic artist and uh he's designed the next t-shirt so that will be available next week sunday and it is of the parish with Two wrestlers, apparently Ace thinks it's him and Cradwell, um, jumping from the top of the parish. Um, <laughs> that is not what I asked for, but apparently it is. Um, but Mikey's done an amazing job with the T-shirts. And, uh, yep, there'll be merch at the show next week. Right. Um, and uh, I've got... Uh, let's have a look now. A nice little comment that came through just a second ago. Um I think it's actually from your mum who's watching this live via Facebook. Uh, <laughs> that was nice. Keep it up, Taj, from mum. Hi, uh, mum. <laughs> hi, mum. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I'm so proud of my mum to <laughs> actually know how to log in and to watch it. I'm so proud of your mum for watching, for doing that, because I was like, mum, I'm going to have to go on, but I'm not going to be able to help you. So I don't know if it's because he's, she's at my brother's, but, yeah, if it wasn't for my mum, like, advice I've been given my mum's been giving me amazing advice all my life so um yeah hi mum <laughs> thank oh, you thank you so much for watching thank you and, and let, let's briefly briefly have a look back at your previous five shows because it started in January with New Dawn um and, and like I say the, the, the posters the graphics are second to none absolutely fantastic and then of course the following month in February you had uh, Goblins and Golems um the following month you got uh, Shug on the front there, Sugar Dunkerton with uh, pour, me, pour Some Shug on Me, another fantastic cover there, March the 19th. Um, and then, of course, we jump to May, Other Worlds, and then, of course, Guardians of the Gal AC. Uh, love the pun there, absolutely love the pun. Then, of course, we, we look ahead to this one here on July the 30th. But uh, obviously, there's five soon to be six shows to be massively massively proud of um any particular moments or, or highlights from any of those that really kind of jump out at you and uh you know make you think yeah i've kind of made the right decision and that uh it, you know it's all paying off it, you know what, what, what wonderful memories but is there any in particular that jump out from any of those shows 
So obviously, um, you know, the Tate Mayfairs uh, versus Sugar Duncan and trying to do, um, um, you know, the walkthrough, have the longest, I can't remember what it's called, but yeah, we, uh, I've forgotten the words. Um, uh, that match was absolutely amazing and the crowd response for that was absolutely amazing. So we just made a train and kind of joined Sugar. Um, <laughs> the, yeah. You're about the locomotion. <laughs> um, I can't remember what it was called. Uh, yeah, sorry. That's all right. If anybody match. watching knows, send us um, through your, your comments. But yeah, it's uh, so that one in particular was an amazing match. Um, just, I, I think that mattered a lot because the Sugar Tongue Tone was obviously, you know, a title before, so yeah. it had loads of different meanings and it meant a lot, and it means a lot. Um, for Shug's support as well. Um, but yeah, there's been different times. It's, it's really bizarre. It Sometimes it's literally just sitting next to, you know, Z, watching their matches, just trying to see how the crowd react. And that's a highlight. Um, and then the next minute, it might just be um, having to listen to Ace talk, you know, and the response that he gets. <laughs> yeah. Um, and sometimes it's it's just about the people that you have around you, you know, people that make the atmosphere, the title fans, uh, everybody involved in it. Just there's so many highlights and there's so many lessons. It's sometimes it's hard to just pinpoint one. Um, but yeah, it's it's been a beautiful journey. So it'd be difficult to just pinpoint one. I'm yeah. extremely excited to see um, the rest of the year plan out. Um, so obviously we've got a 13 women rumble this year, um, in July and in September we have, um, a very similar thing or the same thing. So that'll be the men's. So in my books, it's two thirteens leads to Halloween. So these Ooh. next three shows, if I hadn't been to a title show before or if I had, yeah, these are the three shows you need to be going to. Um, so loads of memories from the past and great moments, but these next three shows, don't miss it. It's, it, wow. Yeah, absolutely. As a fan and as a promoter as well. So. I can tell you're excited. I can tell you're excited. And uh, you've obviously got things, you know, things you want to do, things you want to achieve, matches you want to put on. And I can tell that you're really excited. Um, and obviously we've got the show coming up in just 12 days time uh, from the parish, uh, July the 30th. The next one after that is September the 3rd, then October the 1st, and then November the 26th. Um, and uh, just so looking, what, what a line. Sorry, just looking at this poster, like there's moments I remember of everyone in here and it's yeah. like, wow. So I'm, I'm very grateful for the support and the talent I've had on the show and the, the moments I can remember. Absolutely. And uh, well, Rampage Brown as well. He's a British wow. legend. He's been on your show uh, at least once, I believe. But having him involved, that that's just mind-blowing, really, isn't it? Wow, it, it is mind-blowing. I used to, again, be really loud. Um, as soon as a hate breed song came out at Progress, I was just at the front, just making as much noise as possible, trying to lose, not necessarily lose my voice, but lose my voice. And uh, to see him and, wow, just it gives me goosebumps. I, I'm extremely grateful and very lucky to be in this position and to see some of the people that, you know, I've been a big fan of for, for a long time. It's absolutely amazing. Absolutely. Now, uh, uh, another 
big passion of yours. We spoke about this off air. Um, is cats? You love cats. <laughs> you brought your four cats from London with you up north, and of course, um, I think it was the second show that you were in charge of. Um, you were supporting a local charity, Cuddles Cats Rescue, um, seeking donations. Um, but uh, I think that obviously you were, they were more involved during that show in particular. But uh, cats are a massive, massive passion of yours. And uh, I'd say Tidal continues to support cat charities and uh, you continue to try to raise money for cats and especially through that show. Yeah, so it's something that I'm always going to be trying to do is a very big reason for doing it. Um, hence, you know, the Goblins and Gollum show, having a cat called Goblin and Gollum. Um, but yeah, I moved up with um, Hulk and Razor, who were part of the FWA, which is the fan, uh, sorry, the Fur World Order rather than New World Order. Because um, Kevin went walkies and uh, yeah, Professor Ace and Pennywise. So yeah, they mean a lot to me, and um, I've been in discussion with uh, Lucy, Scotty, Rocks, Mrs., and uh, you know the the place that she works, and it's something that you know over time, hopefully, we can build something very good there. And um, yeah, it touches me deep down in my heart, but it's it's a great uh, it's a great cause and a beautiful reason to to do this. Absolutely, and uh, Mean's cat is actually um, the ginger one on this. So. <laughs> <laughs> and I was saying off air that I've got a cat very similar to yours, an all black cat, and is uh, an all black cat in the centre there. So it looks very similar to one of my, one of my cats. Um, but uh, so obviously you've got your dates lined up through to the end of the year. You're very excited for the future of uh, Tidal. Obviously you're very optimistic as a as a promoter, and you've got big plans in store. Uh, but more importantly, focusing back on July the thirtieth, give us another reason or two this is your big sale now Taj why should we be getting tickets to walk the plank on July the 30th uh, up in Huddersfield oh wow um so if I was to buy my own ticket it would be because I absolutely want to see every single one of those matches I want to be waking up the next morning not having a voice um I want to be seeing history being made um Oh my God, Sam Grudgewell versus Vusik. That is, that is something that I think this is going to be iconic because it already is to me. But one day, further down the line, it's it's you need to see history being made in a number of ways to go to the show next week. Um, if you don't know anything about it now, um, you know you probably have caught up a little bit. But if you haven't been live, this is the one to go to. This is. Um, history making this is um, breathtaking this is the unexpected and if you want a good Sunday with, with some mates to stop thinking about anything or just chill out then it's at the parish for the title show next week July the 30th walk the plank Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm going to bring up the, the match graphics once again and scan on the QR code that's on screen. I urge you to or click on the description, click on the link in the description that will take you straight through to the website uh, and get your ticket or tickets now for Walk the Plank. And there's a few matches here that are worth the price of admission alone. Um, lots of surprises, lots of unexpected appearances. And of course, you've got that 13 woman rumble match to cap it all off the it's first ever title women's rumble match. I, I could just go on about every single match again. Like every single one of those matches deserves to be 
happening. Uh, the amount of commitment, passion, just, you know, I'm ready to go. <laughs> it's just Absolutely. not July the 30th, so get your tickets now before it actually happens. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, before we ask you for your social touch, uh, I'm just going to remind my viewers out there um, who my next guests are uh, to cap off the month of July. Now, of course, I spoke about all the wonderful uh, guests that I've had during the course of June and July, so please go and check them out. Uh, go and uh, hit like or uh, subscribe uh, to this video, of course, um, and especially if you're uh, watching us on YouTube, uh, we're doing very well for subscribers, but uh, we really want to get them numbers up. And of course, later on this week, in just two days' time, I've got the SWW, the Southwest Wrestling Openweight Champion, Septic Sid Oakley, coming onto the show live Thursday the 20th, um, and that's 8 p.m. live as per normal. You don't want to miss out my live and exclusive interview with Sid Oakley. And then, of course, the following Monday, I've got Nathan Angel. Um, I'd say one of Joel Redmond's boys, one of Joel Redmond's uh, trainees, but he's really making a mark for his own. He's really kind of uh, branching out across the Southwest. Um, and he's a really promising young man. You look at that picture and he will be on every card in the next five years. Uh, but Nathan Angel, that's going to be a tremendous watch, a tremendous live interview next Monday, the 24th. Um, and of course, um, I've got to mention, I've recently had an interview uh, with Lee Bamba, legendary world of sport ring announcer, an occasional referee. He's still doing the business now. He's still refereeing occasionally, but uh, more often than not, uh, ring announcing up and down the country. And I uh, spoke to Lee Bamba last week, recorded uh, a wonderful interview with Lee Bamba uh, about his 38 years in the business and his lifelong love for pro wrestling. That'll be going out in two parts. The first part will be going out, um, I think, at the very end of July and the second part a few weeks later in August uh, but Taj it's been amazing having you on as a live guest on Wrestling with Jonas uh, but we're not quite done yet because uh, we want your socials so uh, if any of my uh, followers or listeners want to get in touch want to learn more about yourself or want to learn more about Tidal Wrestling in particular where can they do so? Uh, so yeah we've got a Facebook a Twitter and an Instagram page um, so just along the bottom <laughs> uh title wrestling um so yeah feel free to add um and soon uh subscribe so you can watch our um videos on youtube have you, have you got a youtube channel set up or is yeah, that in the works that will be in the works so sign up to um those uh socials and you can see it soon that's it. And uh, I'm sure they'll update their socials and tell you all about their YouTube channel, which will be dropping very, very soon. But uh, it's pretty much Tidal Wrestling on all the social platforms. Uh, so don't miss out. But uh, Taj, it's been amazing having you on as a guest. Episode 310 of Wrestling with Jonas. I know you've got a pint waiting for you down the local, <laughs> so I don't want to keep you any longer. Uh, but I want to thank you so much for being a wonderful guest. And uh, the very best of luck with your show in just 12 days' time, July the 30th. But uh, thank you for being a wonderful guest. Thank you so much for having me. And, um, yeah, just thank you to... There we go. Take care, Taj, and uh, see you at a show soon. And best of luck in 12 days' time. Thank you. Thank you.